Instead of reading my normal B.J. Palmer uh, stuff today, I'm going to read you uh, a poem or two, uh, which I think is a great way to end um, this, uh, this class. This is a really uh, great poem that I heard Dr. Wayne Dyer read at one of his seminars, and uh, I like sharing this, and it's called The Cookie Thief. Um, a woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that the man beside her, as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag between, which she tried to ignore to avoid a scene. She read Munch Cookies and watched the clock as Gutsy Cookie Thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if it wasn't so nice, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she'd wonder what he'd do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half, and as he ate the other, she snatched it from him and thought, oh, brother, this guy's so nervous and he's also rude. Why, well, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she had been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed for the gate, refusing to look back at the thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank to her seat and then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise. There was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned with despair, then the others were his and he tried to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one the ingrate, the thief. <clears throat> so this, uh, this poem, to me, really illustrates the whole point, like I talked about last week, about an instant, right? In one instant, your whole perspective can change, right? Here, this lady thought that, you know, how dare this guy take my cookies and da-da-da, when in fact, she was taking his cookies. And in fact, he was being very nice and sharing, you know, his stash of cookies with her, right? And the question that uh, I think Dr. Dyer you know, put out to us and I put out to you guys is where are we doing this? Where are we being cookie thieves? Where are people you know, in our lives you know, trying to do something nice and we're not being grateful for that? Where are, are people trying to, to do things and we're cutting them off? Right? Where are people trying to, to share with us and we're not allowing them to share with us because we're, we're taking, and we're so busy stuck in our own stuff, right, that we're forgetting that there are other people, you know, that we have to deal with. And I think that's a powerful message, you know, because here, just imagine this woman, you know, imagine any of you guys, you know, you're at the airport and someone's taking your cookies. What would you do, right? If you thought it was your cookies, you'd be kind of mad. But then when you discovered it wasn't your cookies, and it was actually the other person's cookies that you were taking, right, this, that's kind of an embarrassing situation, I and mean, now she doesn't have a chance to go back, right? She doesn't have a chance to go back and apologize because she's on the plane and this guy's still you know, on the, on the, in the airport. So my thought uh, to you, uh, thinking about this, and also with the same theme that we had you know, last week, is you know, the people in your life that mean a whole lot to you, like my beautiful wife, I'm always saying I love you to her. I'm always telling her how much that she's the best thing that's ever happened to me, and I'm always giving her you know, positives and stuff. And now more than ever, right, she needs that. Now more than ever, she needs to hear you know, those kind of things. And that's why you know, I've been running back and forth from my office you know, uh, during lunch to, to see her, and my associate is, is doing amazing things, just being there without me there, so that I'm able to come late and go early and you know, all those kind of things. And I'm really, I'm really sending a lot of appreciation to all the people that are are helping out, but are, 
I, I know sometimes we all don't do that. We all don't kind of send that appreciation out and we all kind of, our lives are so busy and we're so kind of caught up in our own stuff that we kind of forget that there's other people. And uh, what Wayne Dyer said about this particular passage, which I thought was really kind of cool, is like if you ever rode like a speedboat and you ever look behind the speedboat, what's behind the speedboat? A wake, right. But the wake is what's left behind, right? Does the wake drive the boat? No, right? The, the wake is just what's left behind. And he said, what are you leaving behind? Right? What are you leaving behind in your path? Did you ever think about that? You ever think about the, the wake that you're leaving behind? You know, is it a wake of positivity? Is it a wake of love? Are people leaving your presence saying, wow, you know, I really felt good about being with that person. That person made me feel really good. Right? Or are you leaving awake like I see on Facebook some rants that people are having on Facebook about this and that and the other thing, and all these exclamation points and all these curses and all these you know, uh, you know, capitalized letters and stuff. And like, why are we wasting our time on this kind of stuff? Right? Right? Why are we wasting our time? Why are you wasting your time bashing different techniques? Why, who the hell cares? Right? Chiropractic is in a very precarious position right now and for us to spend our time saying Gonst is better, no, no, Thompson is better, no, Activate is better, no, they're all good, right? Why are we doing all this kind of stuff? We, I think we really need to start thinking about what can we, what, what we need, what I think this, this whole, the whole point of this poem is one word and that's togetherness, right? So when the, what, ideally what should have happened in this particular situation, although there wouldn't have been any poem about it, ideally what should have happened is she sat down, he took a cookie, and he, she should have said, oh, is that your bag or my bag of cookies, right? The conversation, that communication has to happen. And I think that's the, one of the biggest issues that I see, not just in, in you know, interpersonal communication, but within chiropractic. You know, there, there are schools who are pitting each other against other chiropractic schools. For what? It, ultimately, we're all doing the same thing, which is what? We're all trying to adjust the patient, right? So for one school to say, well, and then we should, who cares? Like, grow up. Grow up. That, that, this is, we're, uh, chiropractic is what I call an adolescent stage, right? We're like a bunch of teenagers with crazy hormones going on. Right? And we're bickering and bickering and bickering and bickering when the wagons are circling around us. Right? And we're bickering and bickering and saying, well, what, what should we do? You know, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. It's your fault. But meanwhile, when the wagons circle around us, eventually we're going to be you know, cornered and we can't get out. We'll be totally surrounded. Right? Is that what we want? Right? Is that what we want? Or can we grow up in chiropractic? Or can we grow up in politics? We can grow up in anything and stop this ridiculous bickering and realize that all of us are in for one thing, one thing only, and that's to love each other and try to make humanity the best place it can. Regardless of whether you're this chiropractic school or that chiropractic school, or you're this political thought or that political thought, we're all in the same thing together. Right? And that brings me to the next poem, which is one of my favorite poems, and maybe you guys have heard of this before. But Mother Teresa's anyway. People are often unreasonable, illogical, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of selfish ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win some false friends and some true enemies. Succeed anyway. If you are honest and frank, people may cheat you. Be honest and frank anyway. 
What you spend years building, someone could try to destroy overnight. Build anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, they may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today, people will often forget tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, but it may never be enough. Give the world the best you've got anyway. Because you see in the final analysis, it's between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. Right? We have to remember who we're really dealing with. When we are looking at every person, what we're looking at is a small expression of God in whatever way, shape, or form you want to think about it. Right? Somehow or other, that person is an expression of the universal intelligence. Right? The sperm and the egg somehow got together and a miracle came. And, and, and of all those sperm and that one egg and somehow they got together and then that kid you know, grew within the mom and then that mom had a baby 280 days later and then now that person's sitting right there in front of you, however old, however old they are. Right? And we have to realize that that's a miracle. Right? Every one of you guys is a miracle. And I'm not doing this because of anything, but I want to make sure that you have the best expression of your life that, that you can possibly have. And you know what? Not everybody's going to like that. Not everybody's going to like the fact that I have these certain philosophical views. Not everybody's going to like the way I treat my patients. Not everybody's going to like the fee system that we have. Not everybody's going to like the kind of uh, strength and conviction that I have about things. Not everybody's going to like the fact that I take care of a certain population of people and they think I should be taking care of back pain and neck pain. They think I should stay in my ballywick. I don't really care what they think because it's not between me and them. It's between me and God anyway. So let there be naysayers. Let the, my grandmother hung up the phone on me for four years while I was in chiropractic school, would not talk to me. Because she said, you are not supposed to be one of those kind of doctors. You're supposed to be a real doctor. Click. For four years she hung up. But I loved her anyway because I said, Grandma... You can, I wrote to her, Grandma, I don't care what you think. I want to be a chiropractor. This is what I'm going to do. And at the end, at the very end, the final analysis, a few weeks before she passed away, she calls me up right after I graduated and said, Drew, I was wrong. I was wrong. Please forgive me. I said, of course, Grandma, I'll forgive you. And she passed away a few weeks later. That was the last conversation I had. Right. What, wasn't it worth it for me to pick up the phone and say, I love you, Grandma, and I forgive you? Than to say, you know what, Grandma? You were so mean to me. Well, I'm not going to be mean to you. Nee, 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 nee. And I could have gotten back. I could have gotten my revenge. Yeah, I felt good about that. I told Grandma off. But in the final analysis, is that what it's between? Because right? it's not between me and my Grandma. Right? It's between me and whatever universal intelligence you want to call it. Right? So there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be dissing you. There are going to be friends of yours who are going to be saying, you should never have been a chiropractor. You're $200,000 in debt. What are you, crazy? You should never open up your own office. You can't open up your own office. What the hell do you know about business? You can't be a pediatric chiropractor. Nobody's going to pediatric chiropractors. What, are you kidding me? You can't make any money. You have to have insurance. You have to build insurance. There's no other way to do this. You have to take insurance. You have to, to be a pawn in the, in the, because that's, that's the only way it works. I'm telling you it isn't. I'm telling you, design your own life. However you want it. What kind of life do you want? It's up to you. Right? Because I'm not designing my life to please someone else. Because you try to design your life to please someone else. You try to design your life in someone else's 
you know, thought process. Like someone says, this is what you should do. Now, if you don't feel that that's how you should do it, then don't do it, because then you're just going to have a rotten time. Right? My dad had a great saying. He said, if it starts off good, it continues good, it ends good. But what's the corollary? If it starts off bad, it continues bad, it ends bad. Right? That was great advice. So I always listen to that. Because if you feel like something isn't starting off good, right, and you're in some kind of negotiations, I hear this all the time with, uh, with people looking for associate positions. And you're in negotiations, and the associate the doctor says, oh, I'm going to give you this, 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 and this, and all these things, this will be great for you. And you're like, that sounds really great. And you say, hey, doc, can you put that in writing? Oh, no, 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 I'm not going to put that in writing. It's just this handshake. We, we do handshakes here. You know what? If it ain't in writing, what's the deal? Didn't happen. Didn't happen. So I get people call, call, you know, emailing me and calling me all the time. Dr. Rubin, I should have listened to you. Right? I went on a handshake, and then all of a sudden I'm in a month or two in with this associate you know, position, and you know, he's saying, oh, that's, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. That's not what I said. That's not what I meant. No, 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 no. You know, because it didn't start off good, right? Good is 100% is honest, transparent, open. Right? So here is the deal. <laughs> Spell it out. That's the way, because in the final analysis, right, I'm always thinking about that. In the final analysis, what's going to happen? In the final analysis, right, if, if you guys, uh, one of the most important things you need to also consider is what's going to happen at the end of a relationship, right, in terms of a business relationship. You need to have a way out that is an easy way out, that everybody can, a mutual way to agree upon that, because you don't want to have any hard feelings at the end, right? So you need to come up with these kind of things. Because once again, when we think about this kind of stuff, it's between you and your maker anyway, but let's have the best possible trip we can. And the way we know we're having a good trip is because of how we feel. Right? We're going to get some sort of emotional feeling during that particular episode. So if you're in some sort of situation and you don't feel good about that, your body's talking to you. You've got to listen. Right? It's absolutely imperative to listen. Because in the final analysis, that's what it's between.